Hey guys, welcome to WWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Jehogarty, and joining me tonight is Jack McCarthy. And I'm Jack McCarthy, not your host. That's true. Fedrakris is not here. She's on vacation, a well-deserved vacation. Um, where'd she go? St. Augustine. So we wish her well, and we hope she's enjoying it. And we hope she has good weather for this weekend, too. And she still wanted to be on the show tonight. And I said, no, you need a break. It's like, I don't want to take you away just as you landed into your hotel or well not i think san augustine is in sarasota so it's not really too far from where she lives but it's probably a nice romantic getaway for her so i wish her luck good for her all right so on tonight's show what we're going to do is uh of course I, we were not planning on having a podcast but for some reason disney released the indiana jones 5 trailer and the guardians of the galaxy volume 3 trailer and I think that there's some film or Comic-Con going over in uh, in a Latin country, I think, or Spain or whatever. And that's how come these trailers came out. Uh, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's the case. But uh, what's uh, fascinating is that there's some things I think uh, I will be positive about. And uh, that's a rarity for this show, if you know this show. <laughs> well, that's you. I'm full of positivity. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I just wanted to start. I wanted to bring up uh, first, we were, did a live version of Nerd Alert at the Toys for Tots Marathon, and WDWNT raised over $45,000 for the um, Toys for Tots. Great and turnout. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, uh, I think that they were looking to raise 38000 or maybe previous year they, they raised 38,000. Well, their goal, I think, was 38. But anyway, I, it's great. It's fantastic. And it, it's going to be so hard each year when they keep pumping it up their goals to, to reach their goals. But I'm glad every year they do make it. And uh, that's a nice, tidy sum. <laughs> uh, I did want to mention something, and I'm not mentioning any names, but we had a good show. It was fun. And uh, we started off with the chat and we had a lot of positivity and I was like loving it. There were so many people in the chat and they were saying so many good things. So many people liked us. So many people had questions for us. So many people had opinions for us. So this went on for an hour. And eventually I said to Fedra, it's like, look, I'm never going to get through the show because I'm constantly monitoring the chat. Would you mind just monitoring for it? Monitoring the chat for us? And she said, yeah. And she just happened to her last year. And I feel so bad because it's like deja vu all over again for her. But uh, after uh, I had noticed that something wasn't going on right, so I looked at the chat, and there were a couple of trolls in there. Again, I'm not going to mention their names, but uh, they basically were just making fun of all of us. I didn't tell you this, Jack, but they, they called you and I uh, Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets, <laughs> which is true. I thought that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Because, like, we do complain. Well, I'm not that grouchy. <laughs> well, but you have to admit, during that show, we had a lot of negativity. Well, that was Fedra's, like, she said, they said that we hate everything. And I says, well, they're about 80%, right? I would say, you know. Not and, everything. Well, but for the most part, I would say that we don't like a lot of things that's coming out, you know, in phase four. And also with Star Wars. So we didn't have too many things to be happy about. So, yeah, you know, we're going to be honest and say how we feel about things. We're not going to kiss Marvel and, and Star Wars and Disney's ass just because, uh, you know, we want to remain positive. We want them to do better, you know, it's, and we know that they can. They have in the past. So, yeah, sometimes we're negative. They call me a crappy movie reviewer, which, again... I only review most of the movies that I'm reviewing are crappy to begin with. So what am I going to do? You know, it's like Disney's just got to start making better movies so I can give them better grades. And I'm not going to lie and say, Oh, geez, shucks. I really liked that movie. When Meanwhile, I hated it, you know? So you're lucky that I'm telling you the truth. I'm saving They're you money. Take away your typewriter. They will. Oh, they even, they were threatened to, I think they said that they were going to email WDWNT and try to have us canceled. And I was like, whatever, you know, and, and it could happen. You know, it's like, we don't get paid for this. It's not like we're going to die if we don't have a show, but we have fun, you know, and, and that's just, it. it's like, we're a bunch of friends talking about what we like, what we don't like, but just because you don't like something doesn't mean 
that we also can't like that. Or if you like something that we have to like it. And if we don't like it, then we have to be canceled. That's what I hate about the woke people. And we did say woke a lot in it because there's a lot of wokeness in this world right now. I don't like people like that. At least debate us, engage us with an intelligent debate. Just don't say you suck. I hope you die. It's just be nice. But I, I did want to thank everybody that was very positive. And I would say most of the comments were positive. And I know a lot of people. Listen and to hey, just because we don't like something doesn't mean you can't. We don't That's think true. any less of you for it. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I totally agree. But yeah, I mean, you know, we just want to find out. As long as you don't like, like the Hobbit trilogy. That's fine. No, oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Actually, you know what? I, when you were saying the Hobbit, I was thinking of Willow. So no, I don't did, don't let's, let's stay away from that. I can't even start with Willow. No, no, don't start with Willow. You just, just like we want to be positive. But- well, yeah, but but we'll get into positive. But let me get this out of the way since it's the first thing we're talking. <laughs> let's about. let's get all the negativity out of the way first. Yeah, let's get the negativity out of the way first. <laughs> so I did see Willow, uh, the series, the first episode, and I told Jack and Fedra. And uh, it sucks. It's horrible, you know. And, and didn't you see Willow recently, Jack? Uh, the movie? No, I, I I wasn't really a fan of it the first time around. I thought Val Kilmer was good, and the uh, redhead was good in it. She was cute. I just yeah. wish there weren't more weren't more of them and less of Willow. Yeah, you know they got married in real life. They did. Yeah. I did not know that. There's a documentary on Amazon Prime called Val. Um, I think I told you about it. Like yes. He's, you know, he had cancer, uh, throat cancer, and they removed his vocal cord, so he really can't talk. So when you see him in Top Gun Maverick, it's because that really is him. He's really suffering. He's really, um, he is. It's sad he's having such a terrible time with it. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I mean, uh, you got to feel bad for the guy. But they did divorce at some point. They had a couple of kids, you know, in real life. And uh, she's in the documentary, too. But this actress is back as the character that she was in Willow, which was the queen's daughter. And first she was evil. And then she fell in love with Von Mardigan, I think was his name. Mad Mad Mardigan? Mad Mardigan? Maybe Mad Van Mardigan or Mad Mardigan, something like that. I I, said I didn't write any names down because I'm never going to watch this crap again. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, I remember you did like Willow. I I love the part when you see the little people. I I love Warwick Davis and his family. The kids were so cute. His wife was cute. Everybody meant the little people. Oh, not the little guys who talk like this. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of like us, I would say. Um, <laughs> that's more like us than Stadler and Waldorf, you know. Um, I don't even know. I think they are in this. I think I saw them in the trailer. I just haven't seen them yet. But I, I, I did like that village that they were in. And it, I would have seen the whole movie just based on that. And, you know, anyway you see very little of the little people in the first episode. And when I say little people, I mean, Willow, you don't see Willow until the very end. What and is the- Willow? What, what do they call themselves? I forget that they like do. They're have not hobbits. No, they're not hobbits. There are we people don't you know? Uh, no, I forget what they call them, but they, they do have a land that they live in. And uh, like Willow is like the Gandalf of this universe now, because he was always trained to be a wizard and he wanted to be a wizard. So now he is, and he's gotten older and wiser. So, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself, but they have to go and find Willow to lead them on this quest. They rip off everything. And I forget, I know they rip off Lord of the Rings a few times. Um, It's, uh, it's just very sad. Uh, So it's basically right off the bat. It, it seems like it's a lesbian love story adventure, you know, and it's two girls that are coming to the conclusion that they, they love each other. One of them is a princess who is the daughter of Mad Mardigan and the other woman's that's her daughter. 
and she's betrothed to a prince who is Flash Thompson from the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming movies. Which again, he does. He sticks out like a sore thumb. He doesn't fit in there. Um, and so she plays, does this whole thing. They're betrothed so that they can bring the two kingdoms together. She does this whole merit of brave thing where it's like, this, I'm going to shoot for my own life, or whatever she said. Um, but this that was girl, a terrible accent. <laughs> I I forgot. No, I forgot the words. It's, I'm going to shoot for my own hand. That's it. Um, anyway, this girl has got the per she's just an American and she has a perfect American. There's nothing wrong with that. I'd shoot you for free. But I think Mad Mardigan was, <laughs> wasn't Val Kilmer. Didn't he have an accent, a non-accent, like a, an American accent in the first movie? I don't remember, dude. It was so long ago. Yeah. It's like, I, I kind of like, I might even think, cause I hate when you, you know, you'll, it basically, it's got to take place like kind of like in Middle Earth or somewhere in England or something like that, you would assume, uh, where the majority of people have English accents. And, uh, you know, I always rip on films that they don't stay authentic to the culture or the language. But look at Star Wars. Star Wars is just as bad. You know, it's like Leia, Luke, and Han or speak, you know, have American accents and then the villains all have British accent. Obi-Wan's got a British accent. Anakin's got, you know, it's just all over the place. So I, I guess as I'm getting older, I am becoming Stadler. But anyway, so so what happens is she says, I am, she goes, I don't love this guy. I don't want to marry him. I want to marry someone I really love. And everybody flips out and the queen starts yelling at her. It's like, how could you embarrass me? Just like Merida and brave and so she wakes up uh the other girl and she says it's because i love you and she plants a nice wet one on her and then they uh you know they go to escape and then they get attacked by a bunch of baddies meanwhile oh, i forgot to say it. so she's got a brother who's a prince and he's just like mad mardigan you know he's like too cool for school he's like a hippie and all he does is he loves banging girls you know chambermaids nurses will you have it you know he's just like into being like you know the the guy at school that's always hooking up with girls and um so he's hooking up with his chambermaid and she's like well i'm kind of it kind of sucks man <laughs> you know that you're like banging all these girls and i don't think i want to have sex with you anymore and he's like all right I decided that I only want you and I'm going to tell it to all the kingdom. And she's like, Oh, that's great. You know? Uh, but unfortunately the bad guys attack. And of course the girls kick the crap out of all these bad guys. And uh, they kidnap the prince instead of the princess. So the damsel in distress is now a, a dumsel in distress. How about that? A one? Yeah, because he's not too bright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so he gets kidnapped. And so they all go on a quest. So you have the the two girls that are in love with each other. You have the guy from Spider-Man, No Way Home. I don't know why he's on this quest. It's kind of like, well, why not? You know, he's the, the prince from another kingdom that... And he doesn't want to marry her either. And I think he... I have a feeling that he's gay, you know? And that's the reason why he doesn't want to marry her because he he likes another guy. And I could be wrong, but uh, this show just has got the writing on the wall that it's going in that direction. And then they get a person of color that lives in the prison uh, that the queen speaks to every now and then. She unlocks him from his jail and lets him go on the quest. And then there's... Uh, I'm trying to see if I missed anybody. Oh, and then there's one old white dude you know that goes on there and says i shall lead them since i have been on many quests before uh, meanwhile all the knights in the kingdom are like see ya have a good time there <laughs> you know good luck uh have fun storm in the castle yeah <laughs> exactly um and so these kids band of hippies go off and decide to rescue the prince uh, and for some reason, their parents are like, we're cool with that. 
<laughs> you know, it's like we don't have that. It's okay. We don't have any heirs for our kingdom. You guys can go on this little field trip. So the the girl that he's banging decides that well, I'm going to go on there too because he loves me, and we're going to be uh, king and queen together one day. I guess you know. But they're like, get out of here. You know, it's like, you're just a chambermaid. Go home and all that. And uh, and she says the, the best line in the whole story. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> That's like an ancient uh, Renaissance period phrase for sure. <laughs> That's what gets me the most in this stupid thing is... <laughs> Is some of the kids talk with American slang, but it's like contemporary American slang, like of today. And like the, you know, the princess is like, hey guys, 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 listen to me. And it's like there's no guys back then. There is no word such as guys. I know someone's gonna say at some point, I gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, or uh it's just, I know, I hate this. It's like these writers are just awful. They don't care. They don't care. I just want consistency. Right, Jack? Yes. And I mean, you don't have to go into old English, but uh, the boss of me bit. I I haven't watched a show, but that's cringeworthy enough to hear about. It's funny. I was watching Malcolm in the Middle the other day, and that was the song. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Malcolm got it from uh, Willow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they were all riding on horses, and then all of like these wargs and uh, these uh, I don't know goblins or whatever the hell attack them. And of course, someone shoots an arrow, gets the white guy right in the heart. He's dead instantly, and he's like, "says Be careful! It's treacherous land." Look. And he's dead. So everybody else, all the kid hippies, they don't die. Of course, they're able to escape. They're chopping off goblins' heads and, you know, uh, whoever the hell else, whatever creatures they have. And they all run away and, you know, they survive. So so this girl is like hanging out in the background, you know, the chambermaid, because they don't like her. And uh, all of a sudden she starts showing that she's got like these magical powers. And so she makes them soup (laughs) and she gives them soup. And they're like, we like your soup. You know what? You can stay with this. And it ends up that they finally find Willow at the very end. And Willow goes up to the blonde girl who gives everybody soup. And he calls her, Oh, Laura, he goes, it's so good to see you. And she's got the tattoo that was in her arm like years ago. So she's actually a Laura, you know, who was the baby in, in the original movie. So this show just sucks. You know, it's like, it's for, it's written for a specific group of people. I will just say, which is like the woke people, you know, they, I don't know if they're going to love it, but it's just everything that they could ever want with the cherry on top. You know, it's not for us. And I feel bad for it in a way because you know every right-leaning YouTube channel is just going to rip this thing to shreds. And we're I'm doing that right now, but it's it's they deserve it in a way. It's the freaking writing. It's like they just don't care. It's either they don't want to spend money on writing or they're just having writers that are just a bunch of hippies that want to push like political agenda, inclusiveness, representation. And again, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but there's a time and a place for it. Like you can make a show all about a specific culture. Um, but, but if it takes place within that time period, if like that culture existed, you know, you just don't throw them, you know, different. I don't know. It's, it's, it's whatever. Watch it. It is fun to watch because it's so bad that it's fun to watch. And I said I wasn't going to watch the second episode, but I might because I really laughed throughout the whole thing because it's just so it's so stupid. You want to watch it, Jack? <laughs> I doubt it because, like, I really didn't care for the first one. Um, I know it was, you know, always sold as, you know, from the mind of George Lucas. 
you know, as his version of a fantasy movie, but I I couldn't get into it. And you know what? That that dragon from the original one I thought was just terrible. And I like I said, I just I just didn't like it. So it's not it's not my thing. So I probably will not watch this. Um because there's so many other things to watch that are good. Yeah, no, it, I mean, again, it's funny. I had such fond memories of the movie and I watched it recently on Disney plus and I was like, this didn't age well, or maybe it was because I was such a kid and I just didn't know better at the time, but. And that's uh, fine. Yeah. You know, it's fine to, to remember things that were made for kids. And when you saw it, you thought it was incredible and then it's years later you watch it and you're like what the what was i thinking you know but uh this does not sound like it's written for people who enjoyed the original yeah I'm this sounds tempted. like it's written for like you said a specific audience that has a guy named willow in it so but it's kind of like i, I don't know yeah, you know, it, it's almost, but my whole problem with Disney, it's like, they probably know ahead of time, we need at least 200,000 people to watch this series, each episode, in order for this series to be profitable. And then they do this. And, like, they know that it's not going to be profitable. Instead, like, they get, like, maybe 50,000 people watching it, you know? Um, uh, you know, I... I, I... <laughs> I don't think that's their plan. I just think they have the wrong people in charge making these decisions. And I think that's what it is. I don't think they intentionally go out of the way to make things bad, that there's somebody there who says, oh, this is going to be great. But you know what? It, it, it isn't. They need somebody who has a, it's a better judge of material. Yeah, because I mean, it's like and and like you said, the writers, you know, like I I, I don't know if it's true, but it's like that story that was going around how one of the writers on the Obi-Wan series didn't know Darth Vader was Anakin Solo, Anakin Skywalker. Like, how would you get a job writing for Star Wars and not know that one basic fundamental thing? But honestly. Sometimes that's what it seems like with these Disney Plus shows. Maybe he did a lot of drugs and just forgot about it. I don't know. I I hope that's not true too. I mean, it's kind of sad. I it's that's what they said, but it's like I really just hope this is a fabricated story because why would the hell would you hire someone exactly that has no idea, no idea about the source material. No, let's get into good things now. Let's go into good things. Watch Tales of the Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, we like Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, Watch Tales of the Jedi again. Yeah. No, I'm talking about uh, the trailer for Indiana Jones and the the Dial of Destiny. Did you watch that, Jack? Yes, I did. That's why we actually had to start late, because I watched that trailer. I watched the other trailer, which had some very cool things in it that I liked. Oh, no, I'm looking forward to what you have to say. And um, then I watched a, another podcast you sent me and kind of had very similar views on Willow you did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Overlord. I, yeah, I sometimes I, I said, I wonder if I'm a split personality. I don't even know I'm doing this. I'm actually Overlord DVD because this guy said word for word exactly what I said. And I didn't even see his show until I told you guys that. It's possible. What? You have your little gold mask hidden away? I just don't know where it is because I forget everything once I become my real self. Or is Overlord my real self? We'll never know, will we, Jack? You look better with the mask on. (laughs) All right, Waldorf. Uh, So what would you think of the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? And what do you think of that name? Um... I have no idea what the dial of destiny is. Like you usually have some idea about what it is he's going after. I mean, you know, the crystal skulls, we've seen that in like Mm. 
documentaries, the Holy Grail, of course, the Ark of the Covenants, even the Shakara stones are mentioned in some mythology, you know, but the Dial of Destiny, I don't know. It could be a MacGuffin they made up just for this. Um, I liked the trailer. I thought it was exciting. Uh, however, it did exactly what a trailer is supposed to do. I have no idea what this movie is about. That's good. But it had a lot of action to it. Um, he looks in good form. However, they managed that. Um, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good to see him also team up with Sala again. No, I, I thought it looked good. Yeah. yeah. I, um, like I said, I have no idea what it's about. Um, I did like that he was on the other end of his uh, pulling a gun stick. Yeah. You know, I thought that was funny. Yeah. And I, I noticed that right away, too. Um, well, I think it's good that they got, I forget who the director is, but he did Logan and a couple other movies. And, you know, he's got a different eye. Spielberg, I've always said he's overrated. And the older he's gotten, the worse he's gotten. And I think I'm I'm kind of glad that he's gone because he he's partly responsible for the Crystal Skull mess. I mean, regardless of what you might, people love to blame Lucas, but he directed the damn movie. He could have said something. I don't like this. <laughs> Let's shoot this. We don't need this refrigerator scene, do we? You know, it's like. Yeah, well. And I think he was partly, he might have had a lot to do with that refrigerator scene, too, because that was originally in Back to the Future, which he produced. The refrigerator was supposed to be a time machine, and they were supposed to launch, you know, go through, uh, go back into time or, or go forward into time. Once they were in the past, they were supposed to go back into the present by bringing the refrigerator to a nuclear testing ground. And they were supposed to drop the nuclear bomb, and the refrigerator was supposed to go flying at a certain amount of gigawatts and or gigawatts, and they were supposed to go into time then. And that's kind of an homage to the original idea of back to the future when we see that in the crystal skull so it wasn't a delorean or was the DeLorean no it was in the original plan or was no, it always a fridge it was always a refrigerator uh you know when, when i say always it was originally a refrigerator well you know i mean but they had to they had to stop that because they were afraid that kids were going to try and use the refrigerator and they might kill themselves no, they should be more reasonable and use a hot tub. No, oh, a hot tub. <laughs> we are a player around with plutonium. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, the de-aging looked very good, but I don't know how that's going to work throughout the whole movie if we're going... Well, that, some... was only, that was really quick, though, wasn't it? No, if you look at the trailer again, you know, you see him... I don't know if it's from the last crusade, but it kind of looks like that scene where he's tied to the chair. I didn't see Sean Connery, but uh, you know, there's a couple of scenes where he's de-aged, like in the beginning, he's de-aged. It's very quick. Um, if you go back, you can, I, I was watching it on my iPhone, so I didn't That's have a, a bad thing. Unfortunately, big image of it. Well, it's funny because I watched it on my iPhone when I first saw it. And then Dan messaged me and he says, the de aging is amazing. And I'm like, there was the aging. <laughs> and uh, I put it on my TV and I was like, Oh, so that's what he means. Um, yeah, no, it looks good. You know? And again, they, not that they perfected the aging, but they've gotten better, you know, as with all the movies and TV series that they do. So it might actually work out well. Well, yeah, I mean, they have been getting better since we first saw, you know, Michael Douglas de-aged, you know, in the Ant-Man. But, I mean, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Infinity War, so they've gotten a lot better at it. Wasn't that Civil War? No, no, when uh, he was in that hologram with his... Okay, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry. It, it was, was Civil, Civil War. War. Um, yeah, so th that looks pretty cool. Um, I was Sala, he doesn't look very good, it's kind of sad. I, I guess you know, we all get old, and it's kind of sad to see the old actors 
look old. It looks like he's he's gotten skinnier. And I'm always used to him being a little chubby. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know if, you know, a lot of times people get older and for medical reasons, they have to drop weight to true, or they true. get sick. I hope he's not sick. You know, no, I hope so, too. But he's I, he is getting up there. You know, um, the only thing that scares me is that a lot of things that Overlord DVD said kind of now this trailer verifies what he was saying. He said that there's going to be de-aging. It's going to be about time travel. This uh, girl, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, that's in the movie, is Brody's daughter and Indy's goddaughter. Um, That's why she's along for the ride. And I really hope that it's not true that they're going to kill Indiana Jones off and she's going to take over for Indiana Jones in the past as being Indiana Jones. And there's even a scene in there where... I, I think uh, they're showing that the part where the boulder is coming down. It's like almost like, well, now he knows that the boulder is going to come down and Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he doesn't trip the wire. I'm just afraid that she's going to do all that stuff that we're going to see here, you know, with the with the ink and idol and the and she's pick up stones. The and the whip. Yep. Well, that's what they're saying is that he's going to sacrifice himself. The young Indiana Jones, she's going, you know, the old Indiana Jones is going to die and she's going to take over for Indy. She can't get back to the present time. So she remains in the past and she becomes Indiana Jones, wears the leather jacket, that fedora has the whip. I just hope that's not the case. I mean, I don't think people are going to be very happy if that's the case well we'll find out in may no next uh, next may well no it's this may i think it's got it oh be. i thought they said next summer uh, well uh, yeah next summer is oh this it's, summer it's, it's may that's right it's don't mind me now. folks i'm missing a year somewhere along the line <laughs> I did love the music though. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I listened to it a second time and I was like, that's pretty nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I, I'm going to have to watch it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Watch it on a bigger screen. You're going to need a bigger screen. Um, But the one good thing, I, I definitely, you know, it's no crystal skull. It, it That gave me a kind of happy feeling to not see Shia LaBeouf on the screen. And uh, I do think it's going to be better than Crystal Skull. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Well, I still I still say the Crystal Skull has a good movie, movie within it. It's just the stuff that, that were added on. If that stuff could be removed or reworked, we would have had a better movie. But... Just too many people in there for me. I, I didn't mind the aliens and some of the side stories, and but uh, there was just uh, like five people on the journey when Indy didn't need that at all. And he's always good. Like he even looks good in this. Like even when in the older Indy, Indy in this, he doesn't look half bad. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now, that trailer, I'm excited for. Yeah, me too. I mean, it was great. When they're coming off the ship and they're all wearing, um, well, I guess that's the MCU's version of the Nova Corps uniform. But that's what they wore in the comic book when they reformed as the Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, it was kind of cool to see them all in that uniform you can have them wear that in the video game that i played a couple of months ago hey that was like i said that was they all wore that or an alteration of that and uh it was just a cool look seeing them it kind of identified them as a team you know not just a bunch of guys hanging out together so it was kind of nice in the comics when you know, they had a uniform. So, I mean, and, 
So are they part of the Nova Corps? Is that why they wear those outfits? Well, the Nova Corps is gone. Oh. The, uh, Thanos wiped out uh, the planet when he went there and grabbed, what was it, the Power Stone? What, what, what did they call it? Oh, okay. We just didn't see that. We didn't see that, which is too bad because Xandar eventually reforms into, like, uh, they preserve the cities as in within like bubble force fields and mm. they have tubes that run between them. And it, it was a very unique look in the comics. And I think that would look very cool on screen. And uh, well, they didn't do that. So um, I think he just wiped out the whole planet, but it, it would be cool to see the Nova Corps back, but, uh, that's the uniform that the Guardians wore in the comics. So it was good to see them in him. Yeah, Drax. Uh, it, to me, he looks a little fat with the with long sleeves on. Yeah, um, well, I think he he just didn't wear a shirt. He just wore the pants and the boots. No, yeah. I'm sure he's in, in excellent shape, but it just it looks weird for him to for him to have a, sh- a shirt. <laughs> he looks weird wearing clothes. Yeah, because <laughs> we're so used to him walking around showing off the uh, tattoo makeup. Uh, did you see Adam Warlock? Yeah, he was in that, but that was just like a quick glimpse. Well, you still saw what he looked like. Would you think? Yeah, he no, like? I thought he, I thought he looked good. Uh, I don't know. I think his hair could be blonder. Yeah, I don't know if they're going with a gold look or if it's brown, but yeah, uh, but I, th- there were also some characters that they had on screen quick that I didn't know or I didn't recognize them. So uh, I think one of them might have been a character called the In Betweener. Um, it was like a white guy with like uh, black uh, stuff around his eyes in the comics. He's almost like the uh, Star Trek episode, half black, half white. Oh, yeah. You know, like a black and white cookie. (laughs) So uh, I think maybe that's a version of him, but I don't know. But uh, once again, still, I don't know what the storyline is, but this was a good trailer. Uh, Looks like they still have the humor, like with the... Drax playing playing ball with the little girl. <laughs> that was um, funny. So we'll we'll see what happens. But that kind of looks like uh it looks like they're on the planet Earth. Do you, do you think something might happen? Uh I don't know. Because they had stop signs there, I noticed. Well, you know, and he was playing ball. Uh, I don't think that that's got another planet that looks like Earth to me. So something weird uh, must happen. I, I don't. I don't know because it could be a planet that practices being like Earth. And also, I think that there were, were humans on there too, if I remember, if I caught it correctly. So it was like a mixture of humans and like animal looking alien creatures. Um, Here's the thing maybe it's counter Earth. And um, what is that, uh, a multiverse sort of thing? No, counter Earth in Marvel. Counter-Earth is an Earth completely opposite of us from the sun. So it never comes into view because the sun is always in the way. And uh, that's where the high evolutionary made the, like, beast men. That he did all sorts of experiments making, you know, half man, half animal. Uh, why? Because he's just some mad scientist type. Um, so, and he also ties in very heavily to Adam Warlock. So, maybe we'll see the High Evolutionary. You know, it's funny. I heard about that. You know, like where there was a planet on the opposite side of us, and we just never could see it. And right. I, I wasn't sure if that was in Marvel, and that you told me that a long time ago, or if it was in reality where people actually think that exists. Uh, well, that person is on vacation this week. What's that? <laughs> that oh, person is oh, on you're vacation. you trouble, my friend. <laughs> no, no. If any, like, we know she's top notch with mythology and stuff. Yeah. And if any, if anybody would know if that was 
part of myth in our circle, it would be Fedra. Well, it would be proven wrong now. I mean, we have satellites out there. I mean, that uh, we're able to see if there is another planet on the opposite side of us. But there's also flat, millions of flat earthers around that I'm sure someone believes that there. we just can't see it because the damn sun's in the way. <laughs> exactly. Um, I got to say one thing that bothered me, and even though we saw her, we saw Gamora, it just feels weird with Gamora not being in the Guardians. Still not used to it. Yeah, but I, I think she'll be. I think she'll be back since Nebula is obviously still hanging around with them. We saw her in the holiday special, even though she didn't really have much to do in it. Um, but she's there and she's wearing the uniform as well. So she's, who, who I guess, holiday? formally part of the group. Who? Nebula? Nebula. Oh, yeah, Nebula, yeah, we saw her. And I thought you meant Gamora. Um, no, but Gamora knows her um, from uh, Endgame. Yeah. I think, and I have to watch the trailer again, I think Gamora is the leader of the, of the Reavers. Now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would have thought they would have brought the uh, old gang back together. I hope Stallone isn't in that. He just stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, I don't know. You know, it's uh, like I ne ne Nebula on the team is pretty good because she's very stoic. And Mantis is, uh, is good on the team. But I'm worried that they're combining Mantis with Gamora a little bit now because she seems to be stepping up where she's more of like almost like the mom figure on the on the ship, you know? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think she's she's more the mom figure only because she's uh, so naive in a lot of ways. But I really love the holiday special because you know we got to see like even though she's naive, she has like no patience with Drax. She's always like yelling at him. Well, you said that was because she probably because she was drunk. It could be. Yeah, I'm not used to Mantis seeing is a her. Mean drunk. I love her when she's sweet, you know. But she was funny when she was mad too. Uh, <laughs> so I meant to ask you this. I, I was going to ask you this on the podcast, and I forgot. So is it canon in the comics that Peter and her are brother and sister? No, no. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. That bothered me that they threw that in there. No, because ego. Um, uh, Ego is not Peter Quill's father in the comics. His his father is uh, a ruler of his own planet, and um, still kind of a jerk. Jerk use that word. Um, you know, and P Peter has run into him numerous times and does not care for his father all that much. So, uh, yeah, Ego is not his dad, and Ego is not Mantis's father either. So, that's that was a different take on Ego in the in the MCU, but it was a pretty cool take that they did on it. Well, I thought you see, I thought that uh, Ego, Kurt Russell's character in the second Guardians movie, was banging Mantis, you know, and she was so afraid of him too. That well, it, I think she was afraid of him because she got in his mind every time she tried to put him to sleep. Yeah, but she it, knew it, the truth it, about him. And they did not seem like father and daughter, you know. I think they just made that up last minute. And I also it's creepy that Peter and Mantis are brother and sister. Because I would have I wouldn't mind if they got together at some point, you know, and now it's like forget about that. Can't do that. I don't know. I, I I thought that was a nice touch in the holiday special and the fact that, you know, we're probably only going to see these characters in one more movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, because Peter Quill it. has always wanted a family, mm. you know, not a family of his own, you know, like a wife and kids, but he's always, well, he's turned this bunch of misfits into a makeshift family for himself. And, uh, it's nice to see that he has a, a 
a real family bond, I thought, with Mantis. This is another thing I wanted to bring up about the holiday special. Those damn trolls in the comments section were bothering me. So uh, I kind of like forgot to ask you, Steph. Didn't it seem cheap, the whole animated stuff at the beginning and the end? Like, why couldn't they have made that live action? No, I, I think they should have gone cheaper. Cheaper? How? I think they should have made them like the claymation puppets, like, you know, oh, Year Without a Santa Claus. I think that would have been good. Been, that would have been freaking awesome. Like, all those holiday specials turned them into like that. You know what, Jack? You, you definitely should be working for Marvel. Well, you know what, Joe? I'll work for half what you're asking. Okay. Joe, just remember (laughs) me. You know, I'll get you coffee and everything. Gee, thanks. (laughs) Who's that otter that Rocket was hugging? Is that in the comics? Uh, No, I I think that's going to be like a family, like, I don't want to say family because it's not a, another raccoon, but maybe that's somebody who he knew when he was experimented on. Yeah, it's a good idea. You I know, just because it, it's an odd, it's obviously an otter. It's not a raccoon. But like I said, I don't know much about Rocket's family. I know he was created. I think he was created on Counter Earth, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and I did hear, uh, I think they was said in an interview, some of these Guardians are not going to survive since it's the last movie. Well, I think depending on how big the adventure is, you know, you got to up the stakes since it's the last movie. I don't think we'll see Peter Quill die, but I I would say my money's on Drax and maybe Nebula. Well, they did say maybe Rocket, you know, that Rocket kind of, he kind of implies that he's going to die and you see his younger self. Uh, I, But I think that that's a red herring because I think that James Gunn knows that everyone's expecting Rocket to die, that he might have just threw that in there to begin with, you know, just to screw with people's minds, but yeah, uh, it sucks that we're never going to see another Guardians. And if we do, it's not going to be directed by James Gunn. So it's probably not going to be as good. And yeah, but this trailer looks pretty good. It's it's not, a, a I wouldn't say it's as good as the, the first trailer that they released for the first Guardians movie, but it's still pretty good. Well, the first one, I mean, that was... Anybody who didn't know the Guardians were introduced in a very fun way. And if you did know who they are, you know, it was exciting just to see Groot, you know, and to see Rocket. And then, of course, you know, you have, you know, a tree holding a, a raccoon with a machine gun, you know. You can get cooler than that, that scene. I think years from now, people are going to look back on that movie and say, how was it done? How was it successful? <sighs> it was just so good. <laughs> That's, that, that is my favorite Marvel movie. Anyway. But anyway. That's it. All right, let's wrap this one up. So, Jack, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you can always find me in the balcony at the Fort Way Theater. <laughs> you know, Looking down, screaming at those punk kids with their <laughs> They're rotten kids. You bought all the Twizzlers. Um, but anyway, you could always send me an email at jackm at wdwnt.com. And if you want, you can email me at joe at wdwnt.com or send me a friend request on Facebook and check out WDW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks News Today. For all your Disney Universal news. And oh, finally, wait a second. The Fort Wayne Theater is long gone. Wow, that's right. What is the Fort Wayne Theater? That was, that was one of the... That's the theater back in Brooklyn that, you know, everybody went to. Oh, that's where you used to go to see, like... Star that's where Wars. we used to go to the movies. Yeah. That and the old Alpine. 
which the Alpine, I think, is still there. I'm back. Yeah. I haven't been back to the old stomping grounds in a while. No, I mean, you see, now you, you, you're taking me off of the ending. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Love- I'm sorry. No, no, but it's good. No, thing. tell no. us where, you know, if they no, would like to not, support the show, where where can they look? Yeah, we're getting there. No, but no, you got me into this movie thing. I miss old movie theaters. Like I used to love to go to the big we had the Richmond Century movie theater where I lived in Staten Island and the screen was huge. I don't know if it was because I was a kid, maybe it, it's not as big as it actually I remembered. But it was just one screen. You know, like we if we were lucky, we had a twin theater, you know. But if you wanted to see something really nice, you went to like just one theater with one screen and the screen was just huge. Right. And I, and I remember when we first got, you know, like the, the multiplexes and I don't know if you got them in Brooklyn, but it was in Staten Island by the dump. I remember where it was in Staten Island. Yeah. But no, like, uh, the thing though is they built the multiplexes in Staten Island. What happened in Brooklyn was they took the old movie theaters and just kept divide, chopping the screen up smaller and smaller into sections and building walls. But you could see in some theaters where the original architecture was still there. Oh, yeah. So you, you, if you were at either end, you would see the, uh, the columns and the arches that used to be there when it was all just one screen. No, I was super impressed when the the multiplex came out because it was just all brand new. Everything was like Mm -hmm. state of the art, you know, and I was like, wow, I mean, look at this. It's like 16 movie theaters in here. Are you kidding me? You know, (laughs) but now I I miss the old movie theater. You know, you'll never get that experience anymore unless you go to an IMAX. And uh, I think IMAX is a little too big. I mean, a real IMAX theater, you know. Anyway, you brought back memories, Jack. And you get a whole big bucket of popcorn for a quarter. It was wonderful. Yeah. And so finally, if you like our show, enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash WDWNT So with that, this will be the end of WDWNT Nerd Alert Season 8, Episode 52 So until next time, see ya And good night, Miss Fedra, wherever you are Yep Happy dreams, Fedra <laughs>